Good evening, and welcome to our podcast, 153, written June 11th, 2023. The title of our podcast today is, Who is God? Part 2. He is Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. Jesus Christ started this world as we know it, and he will end it as we know it. On his terms and on his timetable, as no one can change his plan. Although I am amazed at his communication with Abraham, how they related as friends. Isaiah 41, 8, 2 Chronicles 27, James chapter 2, verse 23. Read them. And how he communicated with Moses. They also related as friends. Exodus 33, 11. Read it. So if it's not written in his law, I guess man can be an influence on our heavenly God. Okay? Again, I reiterate that there is no way to do this subject true justice unless you are an Abraham or Moses type of man being a true friend of God and confirmed by God himself. Because God is so big that this finite me, man, here trying to comprehend and describe him is basically impossible. As I am sure I have missed a lot of points or details that's relevant to this subject. But I tried, and I'll try again today by the grace of God. I will continue to do my best, okay? When he moves in men's life, we end up giving him a new name. Because most of the people back in the day didn't know God's name. In fact, he first declared his name uh, himself as Yahweh, later translated Jehovah, to his friend Moses. Exodus 6, 2 and 3. Read it. A name the Hebrews ascribed to him by knowledge because God himself told them his name through his prophet. But those without direct association, they did not know God's name. So when any godly intervention would happen with them outside of the camp, you know, outside of the Hebrew camp, if it was on the mountain, they would call him the God of the mountains. If it was in the sea, they would call him the God of the sea or of the water. If it was somewhere in the valley or in the desert, they would call him or ascribe a name accordingly. In essence, give him a name they can relate of what he did for them. Okay? Because that's where they met and understood that it was someone bigger than mere man who had interactions or conversation with them. Like someone grander, bigger than life itself, putting it from a human's 
perspective. Fortunately for us, who came after Jesus Christ's time, we were given the name of God as Jesus Christ, that he wishes us to address him by, even herald by the angel Gabriel, who told Mary, his name shall be Jesus. Luke 1, 31 and 32. Read it. Therefore, there's no mistake on who we supposed to call God today. Yet, and still, we still have a lot of folk who want to go back and try to get the oldest name that they can find, and they want to ascribe that to God. It's all good. God understands your heart, but he loves the one who adhered to his word, who, which, of which rather, Jesus Christ is the living word of God. Now, to be honest with you, there's no way that we can do justice to an all-wise, all-powerful, and all-present Lord and God. So, I will humbly speak my words carefully by God's grace, and try to humbly listen to my teacher, the Holy Spirit, today as I post my words about the subject, who is God? Because I'm in awe of his presence as I prayerfully go through this study and reach and research, rather. I, I have become enlightened a lot through it though it has caused me to realize that I am so far removed from being the man I should be, or rather the man he longed for me to be, beholding his holiness through his word, we become changed. 2 Corinthians 3, 18. Read it. Wow. To look upon him, we are changed. Thank God for the revelation of himself in his son, Jesus Christ. Because through all the rumbling of the powerful voice of God upon the mountains and the many sacrifices that our friends, the Jewish people, have seen over the years, we still didn't quite get God or who he was and how he was, but when he came in the person of Jesus Christ, we have no more excuses except repent and serve him, as he now have removed the veil at his death on the cross. In essence, the tearing of his flesh at his crucifixion was as the tearing of the veil of that physical temple. As you remember, it was ripped from top to bottom. Matthew 27, 51, read it. So what we couldn't see before is clearly before us now. Hebrews 10, 22, 22. Chapter 10, verses 22, 22, verses 22, 22. Make sure I get that right. Read it. 
Jesus being fully human as we are human and still fully God. Now we know what God is like. We see it in Jesus and who God is. Okay? How he did that is beyond me. It's a God thing. Amen? Amen. Him to be fully God and fully man at the same time. Wow. That's a real wow. Not like we do it here on the streets, but wow. A big one. Mind-blowing. One day, I hope to understand it better. When you hear the term salvation is of the Jews, that is true because they are the nation that God chose to reveal himself to the world by God's name, Yahweh, of the Hebrew, spelled Y-H-W-H and or the I am, okay? We today know him via the Latin translation as Jehovah, okay? And finally, God came to us in a babe, Jesus Christ, the people back in Noah and Abraham and Moses' day didn't call on the name of Jesus Christ, even though he was present with them. You know why? Because he had not yet revealed his name as Jesus, the Son of God. And until Mary had her beautiful baby boy, I can't believe the I can't believe the many people today going around trying to justify their sins by making God a female. Some even say he's male and female, in essence, unisex. Nevertheless, God is not confused, nor the author of confusion. He presented who he was and who he is through ceaseless ages. But because there's a devil, Men have got it wrong, and we still get it wrong today. The angel declared who he was. He was. Listen, he was. Not she was. He was. At his birth. His birth. Okay? So we have no excuse to know what God's sex is. Or his name is today. The angel declared it clearly, Jesus Christ. Because it has been declared from heaven who he is. Now, we may go back and we can take all the names that the wonderful Hebrew people have given him or the name he declared himself. The scriptures and our Bible say, no other name since Jesus Christ is given unto man whereby we might be saved. Acts 4 verses 10 to 12. Paraphrase. Please read that. So today, going back, getting all the names way back when and trying to make yourself be holier than thou does not put any brownie points in 
heaven before God for you, okay? He has given you a name whereby men may be saved. And we know, and we now know, and call on his name, Jesus Christ. Say that with me. Jesus Christ is God, okay? Don't look for another. He don't want you to go back and, and, and call his name Yahweh because now he has been engrafted in his son. The full Godhead is in Jesus Christ. And believe it or not, the Holy Spirit wrote this part of this text for me on Friday. I was sitting there trying to write it and all of a sudden it just came together. He want us to call him Jesus Christ. Like I said, we are not living in Adam and Eve's day. We're not living in Noah's day when they call him a different name. We're not living in Abraham's day, nor Moses, the patriarch, David, nor the prophets. They, nor are we living in the times when kings sought to conquer the world, such as Babylon, Persian, Greece, Rome. In those days, they called him something different. In Rome's time, he was given the name Jesus. Okay, we can't say that. We're living in the now. Ever since the child Jesus Christ was declared from heaven as the Son of God, the only true and wise God we are to worship since that time. Okay? We don't expect people back in the day to call on the name Jesus Christ because heaven had not declared him back then. But now he do expect this generation since Christ until he returns to worship his son, Jesus Christ. So don't try to pit one of the Godhead against the other. Some people do. They are, you know, they, they are one a triune, a trinity God, yet one, just one God with three functions, but one, get that. Don't try to make the Holy Spirit more than the Son or the Father. The Son more than the Father and the Holy Spirit, or the Father more than the Holy Spirit or the Son. They are one. You can't separate them. They're inseparable. Thank God he's that way. Also, there's nothing wrong with singing Father Abraham today, or God of our fathers today, or we are climbing Jacob's ladder. It's all good. Nothing wrong with singing those hymns. Because of their history, they still stir our spirit as good spiritual gospel songs do because they remind and tell us from where or whence we came okay now a reality check church don't try to make these young people go back and be as the hebrews were in their day if they call upon the name back then that was the name of God that God gave them to call him. If today they call on the name of Jesus Christ and they want to 
put a little bit of lead guitar in their music, a little bit of drums and cymbals in there, which I play, and they want to put a little bit of slapping bass guitar or, or a whole bunch of horns and strings or synthesizer sound effects therein, it's all good. Let them praise the Lord, their God, as long as they do it in accordance to the word of scripture. Leave them folk alone. I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. If there's any tares among the wheat, God will take them out when he come. Don't go trying to separate the tares and the wheat here now. Leave it alone. Young people, you're not getting off the hook. Let them win souls for Christ Jesus. Okay? In his name I say. I also rebuke you young men and women who do this music. If it's not according to the word of scripture, if it's not in line with his word, don't do it. The Bible teaches us to interpret itself. Listen, he said, but precept upon precept, precept upon precept, he doubles it, you hear that? Line upon line, line upon line, here a little and there a little. Isaiah 28, 10. In essence, read a little bit here on this subject. Bounce over here, read the rest of it until you get a full concept of what God is saying. But don't go out of this reading one line and say, this is what he said and you broadcast to the world because the devil is waiting to get in there and twist things up. Listen, if it's not according to the word of God, I rebuke you too in the name of Jesus Christ that you don't put that foolishness out there on the airwaves to be manipulated by Satan and bring shame and dishonor and reproach unto our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, our God. Now, to the best summary, who is God would be simply look unto his Son, our Creator, our Shepherd, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen? Amen. Pray with me. Lord Jesus Christ, I believe you are the Son of God. I repent of my sins. Please come into my heart. I receive you now as my Lord and Savior. In your name, Jesus, I pray. Amen. My friend, if you prayed that prayer, as the scriptures say, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you shall be saved. You are now a part of the family of God. Amen? Amen. Now, a word with my Father. Lord God, as you continue to call men out of darkness to your marvelous light in Jesus Christ, your Son, I thank you for allowing me to be part of your ministry. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, if you or someone you know have need of further prayer, please contact us here at Heaven's Prayer Link. We'd love to pray with you. And you pray for us too. God bless you.